Creativity tip number 19: The subtle art of mirroring. Have you ever noticed that the more time you spend with someone, talking with them, hanging out with them, thinking about them, the more you start to talk like them, say the same jokes, think about the same things, and even move like them. This is called mirroring, and we all do it, but we largely do it without deciding to. It just happens. It's really strange. It's probably how things like subcultures form, when a group of a few dozen people start mirroring each other, and it multiplies exponentially. But it kind of makes sense. You see it happening as early as childhood, when a baby begins to walk, and if he or she has an older sibling, they begin to mirror them. They walk the same path, watch the same movies, and pick up the same hobbies. You see it with animals too, like when a puppy is introduced into a new home. If there is an older dog there, the puppy will mirror them. The older dog doesn't need to sit the younger one down and say, "Okay, we bark at the mailman, sometimes at the other dogs, but never at children." It seems like it doesn't require much deliberation. It happens organically. You don't sit down and write a list of all the things you want to absorb from every person you know. It's like your mind reads all the information from a specific person. And that person's map of reality, it begins to overlay on your map of reality, especially in areas where no contention exists between you. This is mirroring. Now we don't always get to decide who we are mirroring. As we said before, it happens organically. People largely enter our lives through life circumstances or chance encounters, influencing our map of reality in the process. You know, we like to think of ourselves as these individuals with a capital I, on our big hero's journey with no assistance from anyone. But none of us are really, truly solitary individuals. We exist in a human environment, and who we are is determined by how we interface with that environment. We influence it, but we are also influenced, for better or worse, by every single person we know and meet. And paradoxically. Even people we have never met, and here's where it gets weird: we don't just mirror people we know personally, but we also mirror people whom we have only come to know through their art or writing. What does that mean? Well, just like we model our behavior on the people we spend our time with, similarly, our brain models its thought processes around the thought processes we introduce it to. Every creative act is an exteriorization of someone's thought processes. So every time you read a book, watch a film, or listen to a song, a part of your brain intuits the thought process that caused that piece of art to be created, and mirrors it, essentially creating a neural map that looks like the neural map it is perceiving. That's why jokes work; they cause your neurons to connect in a new way, and that flash causes a burst of laughter. Every creative act is an exteriorization of someone's thought processes. Whether it's a painting, a novel, a feature film, a poem, a four-course meal, an invention, a work of interior design, a work of architecture, a photograph, a stand-up comedy act, a podcast, a song, and so on and so on, it's all art, all thought processes given an exterior form. And I think we take this for granted that as we interact with an artwork in an engaged way, our mind is modeling the thought processes of that artist. This can be an incredibly intimate experience if we let it. 
to be engaged by something so thoroughly that it's like the artist is in your mind, moving things around in there. So the question is, who are you mirroring? Who are you inviting into your headspace? Because although we can't always choose the people around us in our exterior world, we can choose what we feed our inner world. I've personally felt and seen these effects in my own work on this show. Whenever I focus on learning and studying about a single creative genius for Creative Codex, I notice the lasting effect that it has on me, even months later. These things, they stay with you. In a sense, these people you choose to spend your time with stay with you, even if it's only their writings or artworks that you study. Who I am now is so much different than who I was four years ago. And that's thanks to Emily Dickinson, Vincent van Gogh, Robert Johnson. That's thanks to Carl Jung, Frida Kahlo, and Kurt Cobain. All of these figures, who I have spent extended periods of time studying, looking at or listening to their work, in some cases their voices, reading their personal journals, and thinking about them, they have changed me. My mind has mirrored them in many aspects. And because of this, they have all become like my friends and teachers in a very real sense, because key elements of their maps of reality now overlay with mine. And what surprises me is that these creative figures not only influence the way I think, but the way I create as well. By spending time with Leonor Fini, I've become fascinated by the idea of doing self-portraits. By spending time with Kurt Cobain, I've adjusted the way I think about chords and melodies in pop songs so that their relationship doesn't have to fit so neatly into music theory's rules. By reading Carl Jung, it's transformed the way I understand the human experience. From Vincent van Gogh, I've learned not only to see infinite shades of color, but also to see them for their luminosity. And even more importantly, to engage your artwork with your entire being. For all of these creative geniuses I've spent time with, it's caused countless little shifts in how my brain interfaces with reality. None of these are trivial things. They are all tangible and measurable. So my question to you is, who are you mirroring? What are you feeding your headspace? Because this is something within your control. There's all these novelty books out there with titles like How to Think Like Leonardo da Vinci or How to Think Like Albert Einstein. And I've fallen for buying into these things too especially when I was a teenager. But the answer is really quite simple. You end up thinking like a Leonardo or an Einstein when you spend time with them. You make friends with them through their work, through their writing or art. As you spend time with them, as if they were a close friend of yours, your mind intuits their thought processes and begins to mirror them. And it happens organically, without any deliberation from you. My creativity tip to you Find someone worthy of mirroring, and spend time listening to, reading, and studying them, especially any primary sources you can find, like journals, essays, or correspondences. These will give you a more uncensored view into the gears of their mind, the raw exteriorization of their thoughts. But absent those things, even a proximity to their work, engaged by your curious mind, will also emit an influence in your work. This has been Creativity Tip 19, The Subtle Art of Mirroring. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone. Could be someone you're already mirroring. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show and gain access to all the exclusive bits and bobs, including the Kurt Cobain series, head over to my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash mjdorian. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash m-j-d-o-r-i-a-n. There's also a link to that in the episode description. Until next time, this is MJ Dorian signing out. Happy mirroring.